0: Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Did you know that half of America is single? Hollywood has never produced anything like this before. The Dating Project, a groundbreaking documentary that follows five single people, ages 18 to 40, as they search for authentic and meaningful relationships. There is no script. There are no actors. These are real people trying to find love and happiness in an age of swiping left or right. From Empower Pictures, Paulus Productions, Family Theater Productions, and Pure Flicks, you can now own The Dating Project. Save the date by visiting thedatingprojectmovie.com. And go a step further and help others in your circle date differently by partnering with Ascension Press. Visit shop.ascensionpress.com to acquire the companion study guide. The Dating Project Movie is now available on DVD and digital download on Amazon, iTunes, and Walmart. Please visit thedatingprojectmovie.com for details.
1: From like a faith perspective, whenever you're going to choose movies to go see, what goes through your mind of like, should I go see this, should I not go see this? Which movie has the expectometer placed too high? What movie has the biggest chance to be a flop? Aquaman or Venom? Good morning everybody. This is Chad with the Catholic Dads podcast and I'm here with a very special guest today, my son Evan. So Evan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's going on? I bet it's been your lifelong ambition to be oh. on the podcast, has it not? Oh man, it's been my dream. Yeah. Always. I mean, we're a pretty big deal in Mexico, I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, got a lot of got a lot of listeners well, in Mexico. Oh, I like Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. So it goes to show that, you know pays off. All right. Yeah, so, um... My music should be playing right now, right? What's again? My music should be playing about right now, right? Yeah, your music... Well, your music is fading out... I see. ...right now. But, um... You know, a little background on the music. I thought it was a perfect... um, It was a perfect theme song for the Catholic Dads podcast because it's written by you, who's my son. The song is called Your Mom. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh you know it's on the Catholic Dads podcast, so uh you wanna talk about what inspired that song? A I, bit? I do wanna talk about that.
2: I wanna clear the air. So it was written at um the Carl's house. I don't know if you know them, but uh we'll just leave it at the Carl's house while we were helping them move, because um my friend David said your mom as a joke. So I wrote the Your Mom song and I don't know, it had lyrics but it was too hard to record them because I didn't have recording equipment at the time. Uh, so it just turned out to be this, I mean, I think it's okay. I think the music to it is okay. And you used it, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Especially being that it was released on my joke album, Blue Boy With Some Soul, on you know, Heartless Plug. <laughs> you can find that on SoundCloud. I, I advise yeah. you not to, though. But you can if you want.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. but Well, I'll just talk about, like, from my perspective. Um, so Evan does release this song on, or this album on SoundCloud. And uh, I was like, well, I want to hear it. And so one day he, I guess you sent me the link. And I, I'm listening to it on the way to work. And when that one comes on, uh, and especially when, like, the guitar just kicks in, I was like, dang, that's pretty good. That's really awesome. And uh, so I've always had a special place in my heart for that song. So whenever we're looking for theme songs for the <laughs> Catholic That's Dad's podcast, and whenever it came time to, uh, you know, you can't use any real real music, otherwise you'll get sued. Uh, not that anybody's, you know, not a whole lot of people are listening to this. But, um you know you're supposed to use and especially because we're uploading to uh to youtube yeah, now youtube is, would see a song uh, or hear a song in the background playing yeah they don't care how many views you get yeah exactly it'll say like uh, copyright infringement so yeah. so anyway that's the story behind behind our theme song great which is kind of a segue into our topic today sorry kind of <laughs> you know you know entertainment music movies but uh real quick so jeff is on vacation that's why um Evan's filling in, and we're going on vacation tomorrow. So in uh, in real time, this is the, what, 20th, I guess? Yeah, July 20th. Yeah. So we're going to have... Um, Too early in the morning. It's early for Evan. But uh, Evan agreed to join me so we could have uh, a podcast to release next Friday, which is July 27th. We'll be in Florida, actually. So we wanted to have something to release. But anyway, we're talking about uh, entertainment And I want to talk about movies, so Evan is a huge movie fan. I am indeed. And uh, if y'all could just kind of witness our weekly routine around the dinner table, it usually revolves around (laughs) movies and how some movies are garbage and some movies are awesome. And usually there's uh, quite heated debates that go on into...
2: I mean, they're not as bad as mom thinks they are. We'll just... I'll just put it that way.
1: I don't know. I've I've seen some that are just like golly, man. We're talking about movies here. It's not like War and Peace. Well, sometimes it is. Yeah. So so like in in um in movie time or in real time, the movies that are going to be coming out on July 27th is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah, uh, you know, I'm just I wrote some notable movies that are coming out. Okay. Mission Impossible Fallout. And the Teen Titans movie. <laughs> well, you know, I'll just say that I spent um,
2: probably at least $75 at the movies in like two months. And that's not what I wanted to do. I don't have kids, so I don't have to pay for a bunch of people. So you probably always do that. <laughs> that's one night saying, for, me. for me. that's not good.
1: <laughs> that's one movie. Yeah.
2: And, and I don't know. I didn't really do the numbers. But I've seen so many movies. Mission Impossible. I don't know if that's worth it for me.
1: We'll see. We'll see So that that's one of the things for me is obviously I don't have a lot a whole lot of time to go see movies. but we did we've seen a decent amount of movies okay. leading up to this point. And almost all of the things that I'm gonna talk about today, it's because we've seen trailers at the movies mm-hmm. of these of some of these movies and it's like, hey, that movie looks good or does that movie look worth it? Yeah. So, Mission Impossible, you're saying you started to well, wane on it? Because whenever we no, first saw the previews, it was like, that one
2: looks kind of good. You know, I, I think the trailer looks great. And my only problem with it is I haven't seen any of the first one. I know.
1: So, what we might need to do is have a Mission Impossible possible movie marathon. Maybe. I mean, at least just it. the first one. I mean... There's like what, which eight, would mean that we would now. have it. We would have it in Florida. <laughs> in Florida, we'll watch all the Mission Impossibles.
2: <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, maybe um, no. But I mean, it's I've seen so many movies where I was like, "That trailer looks so great. I'm totally gonna watch it." Like for example, when Suicide Squad came out, I wanted to see it because just because that Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it when it first came out. And then all the reviews came out said it was garbage. And usually I don't pay attention to them, but I mean every review and trusted people that we know who aren't movie reviewers. Yeah, hated it, and so I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I watched it on the plane, I think, and it was truly garbage. I think that's when I
2: decided not to watch it. (laughs) it It's
1: like, oh my gosh! (laughs) And I do want to talk about that a little bit, so um, because with with our you know what I call the expectometer. You know, it, it rises for, for various reasons. So that was a great kind of segue into... Um, yeah, because you, you mentioned Bohemian Rhapsody oh, right, because yeah. of the trailer, right? So um, the Suicide Squad, if y'all don't remember, the, the trailer had Bohemian Rhapsody playing in the background, and it just looked awesome. I mean, it was like... Just like yeah. it really pumped you up, made you want to see the movie, and uh, the movie was truly terrible. So I call that the expectometer. Your expectometer is way up here... And you go see the movie, and it's just trash, so you you know it's bad. A lot of movies you go see with low expectations, and, it, and it's really good. So it's like it exceeds your expectations, and you're like, man, that was awesome. I wasn't expecting that. So I want to say, I'm going to ask you a question. Which movie has the expectometer placed too high? Oh. Bohemian Rhapsody or Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald?
2: Oh, jeez. Uh, probably Fantastic Beast just off the bat because of, I mean, for me personally, it's probably Bohemian Rhapsody, but like for the mainstream audience, I would have to say, like, the Harry Potter one just because of the you know, the movies leading up to it and all
1: that. Yeah, I mean, I do believe um, part of my and I I do have a feeling and you know my feelings about the the Fantastic Beast series is like I was really afraid how they were going to approach him with um, kind of like the Lord of the Rings whenever The Hobbit came out. It was like, hey, look, everybody, we're we're the same people that made The Lord of the Rings 10 years ago, and we're still awesome, and here's remember, Legolas. Remember Legolas? <laughs> and Legolas is awesome. Remember him from 10 years ago? They even, even though he's not in the book? They threw an Aragorn somehow in that trilogy. <laughs> Let's not talk about the Hobbit. So, so it was like I kind of worry, like, on the Harry Potter side, it's almost like I have a yearning for them to to throw back to. So I'll, I'll admit that for, for Fantastic Beasts, they can't win, in my opinion, uh, for yeah. me, to satisfy me. Which, you know, of course, that's what they want to do. Is they want to satisfy <laughs> me, Chad Williams. But um, it's like, I don't know how I would feel if they would throw in all this throwback to, well, I guess it's throw forward because it's, <laughs> it's before, a right? It's a prequel. Yeah. So if they're foreshadowing all this stuff with with Hogwarts and stuff, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with all that. But yeah, with all the Harry Potter hype, it does have expectometer pretty high. But let's let's face it the uh, the teaser trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody has me wanting to watch it right now. Yeah, and I am like so psyched to see this movie. And the more I think about it, the more I'm scared that it's gonna just fall on its face
2: (laughs) I've seen the Bohemian Rhapsody teaser trailer um, probably like 168 times (laughs) and uh, the new one just dropped the other day and I uh, it was it was on before an ad and I was like and I totally forgot about the video I was watching because I was just like oh my gosh yeah it's
1: Bohemian Rhapsody it's a new trailer.
2: And then that, that mix with the, the We Will Rock You and the intro to Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, we're just talking about hype,
1: yeah. Pure so, I mean, hype. Is it but, too much hype?
2: I mean, say what you want about hype. Too much hype. There's nothing. You, you know, there's nothing you can do about too much hype. You know, I'm just we're hyped for it because we're such music nerds. I think. Yeah. If they made a Led Zeppelin movie. We might die, okay? <laughs> but I don't think they will. But you know, I don't think the casual, the casual audience is freaking out about this movie. I know a couple people in my inner circle who are like, "Dang, this movie looks amazing." Yeah. Um, but but we're like the extreme yeah. people, and um, I don't know. And I've looked like from the trailer, like not just the mix and stuff. The actual like scenes, I mean, they look pretty well acted and and I like the overall aesthetic and the feel of the movie. It looks like I mean, it looks like something I could watch and be like, you know, I, I get this. Obviously we don't know the story. I mean, we know what it is but we don't Yeah we yeah. haven't read like any of the any of the writing or anything, yeah. so who
1: knows? And it's almost like, but so like to me, it's it's rem, it's reminiscent of um, of almost famous. Like so, to me, almost famous is like the the not to say pinnacle. I don't want to put it on that high of a pedestal, but I love that movie so much because it captures an era of music that I'm just in love with. It captures, and you know, it's about the bands that we're in love with, yeah. and uh, it's just so well written, so well acted. And the music play, plays a part of it, but it's not the part of it. And that's where I started getting nervous about Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it's like Because to me, the reason why I love it so much is because of the music. So it's like, can the music carry the movie? It's got to be a great story. It's got to be told mm-hmm. great. I'm agreeing with you that from the looks of it, I mean, you can't really tell how good the acting is from a trailer. But I mean, the way that that guy, I can't even know, what's his name? The actor that plays Freddie. Oh, Rami Rami Malik or something. Yeah, so the way Rami plays Freddie Mercury is just creepy, spot on yeah, good. It's, it's good. I mean, it's just like yeah. wow. So I mean, you know that it's gonna have that part of it, but um,
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm kinda worried. Somebody I'm had posted not, not on, on Facebook it, it was it kinda summed up my feeling. It was like I'm just so scared about it because it could either be the greatest thing in the world or it could fall on its face. Yeah. So so that's that's good, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. So the next question for for my movie master here is, uh, what movie has the biggest chance to be a flop? Oh, there's so Aquam, many of them. But but of these two, oh, Aquaman man. or Venom?
2: Oh no! <laughs> well, all right, let me reveal my bias. I hope it's Venom so much <laughs> because Aquaman is such an interesting character. And the Venom movie, I'm so uninterested in. But, yeah. I mean, for some reason, so many people are. So, I don't know. but And I like Tom Hardy a lot. So, that's. I mean, it would be kind of sad for it to flop. But I really hope it does rather than Rocko Man. Just because, like, why are you making a Venom movie? There's no point. I mean, it'll be kind of cool, I think. Because it's got, like... It's got a lot of bad guys that, like, if you're a huge comic fan, you know. If you're not like me, they're new. Yeah. Uh, and that that's probably a nice breath, breath of fresh air. And we don't really have a lot of Venom. But that's cool. But honestly, I don't really care about Venom. Yeah. Aquaman was awesome in Justice League. And, um, and I want to see more Aquaman.
1: Well, can you make... I mean, it's almost like a... Um, is it possible to make a movie only about a bad guy and it be good? So in other words, yeah. like Suicide Squad was all bad guys, and it f- fell in its face. I don't think it's because they were all bad guys, but I mean, well, I don't. There were so many things wrong with that movie, but I'm just saying, like usually a movie you have a a protagonist and you're cheering for him, and whenever the protagonist or the whole subject of the movie is the villain, it's like I mean, would we really like a movie about Darth Vader just Darth Vader? Would we really like a movie about the Joker only the Joker? Well you're about to get two Joker movies. I don't know if you've heard but well, they're I,
2: coming I, out with two So
1: Joker one of them movies. has um oh what's his name?
2: I'm not paying attention to these. Yeah, so I, I did I, I did see them. some
1: some news, but I, I don't know how official they are. They're pretty official. The Phoenix is his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you can walk in Phoenix Yeah, or this
2: movies. guy gets his own Joker movie and then they're making another Don't get me started. <laughs>
1: That's why I have you on this podcast because I want to get you started. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk about the
2: Joker movies. Those make me so mad. Why would you make a Joker movie with Jared Leto? Oh, I think he's in the other one.
1: And I don't even Jared Leto's gonna be in. I think he's. I think he's gonna stay as the other one. Yeah, because he was honestly terrible. Really? Oh yeah, he was terrible.
2: Most most people say he was the only good part. Uh, I disagree with that. uh, Hey. I mean, I didn't watch it, so I don't know what to yeah. say. But that I want Leonardo DiCaprio to play the Joker, and I know that sounds crazy, but sit there for 20 minutes and think about it. It takes like a <laughs> full 20 minutes to come to terms with it, but once you do, it's a beautiful reality.
1: Well, I think the older, I mean, so I when I think of Leonardo DiCaprio, the first vision that comes to my mind is like he's the, the young kid, the pretty boy from all the earlier movies, but in his older he's old phase... kind of old he kinda reminds me of uh Jack Nicholas. And obviously Jack Nicholas was the uh joker in the Jack Nicholson. Nicholson, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, not to be confused with a golfer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I agree. He does kinda have that vibe. <laughs> but
2: um what but what I'm I'm thinking, um he just got his Oscar recently. I mean it wasn't this year, but he's he. Surely he's burnt out on the Oscar bait movies. Yeah, and he wants something fresh. He needs to play the Joker. All right, now, just, now get me, get me off the Joker. I don't, I hate this topic so much. <laughs> it's pointless. I hate, I hate these Joker movies. I'm not gonna go see him.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, unless, unless we have Leonardo DiCaprio, yes, no, Evan I'll go. I'll go will not see a Joker movie. Yeah, I was gonna take Capri. that Hollywood and Leonardo. In case you're out there listening, you know, take this as a, uh, you know, you need to do this movie. You do. Awesome. So, I mean, so we're hoping for the Venom flop over the Aquaman I flop. do, too.
2: I mean, not because it's a bad guy movie and they don't work. Because, I mean, Deadpool did work, and I haven't seen it yet, but most of my friends who've seen it loved it. So a bad guy movie can work out. I'm not that interested in all the bad guy movies, but...
1: But Deadpool is more like anti-hero, but he's still... And I, have not, I haven't and seen, seen it either, hero. so, I mean... Yeah, yeah. But isn't he kind of like a Robin Hood kind of character?
2: Yeah, well, I mean maybe. I don't know. I don't really pay attention enough. Okay. I'm trying to think. I mean, there have been bad guy movies to come out. Obviously Suicide Squad sucked, but I can't really think yeah. of like a
1: and I a think true that's a good guy movie. So that's a good segue into like what I wanted to talk about next and so this is the Catholic Dad's podcast and so from a from a family and especially like a family of faith point of view. You know, we do like to go see movies, but we do draw the line on some of the movies. So, none of our kids have seen Deadpool. <laughs> um, although I am 18 and yeah, if I yeah. wanted to, I could, yes, he, but I've yes, opted
2: could. Uh, I've opted not to.
1: So, let's I mean, let's just talk about that okay. like so from a like a faith perspective, whenever you're going to choose movies to go see and like a movie such as Deadpool is out um, what goes through your mind of like, should I go see this? Should I not go see this? Or you know, what's well,
2: I was sixteen when Deadpool came out, so I would have had to go see it with you. Yeah, and I didn't really want to, so <laughs> I didn't. Um, and even now, like I could have watched Deadpool a bunch of times. I mean, a, a lot of my friends have seen it and like, and they they all recommended the, that it as like it, it's a hilarious movie, but also like. I'm not that interested in Deadpool. And the second one, though, I will say I do kind of want to get around to seeing. And I heard that you don't really need to see the first one. But I know just me personally, like, um, when I was trying to decide, you know, whether or not I should watch it, I really started with, am I interested in actually watching this? Yeah. Just, you know, you know, take out the, the part that it's a hilarious rated R superhero movie. Am I actually interested in watching this? And the first one I'm really not, okay? It's the character annoys me. Like I know who the character is. And I don't find his humor that funny. You mean Ryan Reynolds or you mean the Well, I mean Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool basically, right? Okay. Um and his humor can kind of annoy me. And so when, when the first when I had the opportunity to see the first one, I was just like I don't really feel like it, so I didn't. But the second one I hear is much funnier, and and apparently like there's a character Peter in it that is totally my style of comedy. I don't know. I I might see the second one eventually, but all I know is that when when the first when when I could have seen the first one, I decided not to just because like I don't really feel like it.
1: Yeah. So it was more because you're not into the character or the actor, but not it was it I mean, wasn't I really like on Ryan moral I it like, wasn't like on moral grounds <laughs> that you didn't watch it. I
2: mean that played a really uh, good factor. Deflate, for, deflate. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry about that, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, so what I hear is that the first one had a lot worse stuff in it than the second. Okay. Um, I mean, but I mean, like if I were to watch it, I would, you know, if I wanted to, I could just skip through it, but. It's not really worth it. I don't really feel like watching it. So. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then, like, from, from our perspective as parents, you know, we usually um, we rate movies as far as, like, family friendliness, um, mainly on the sexuality scale primarily. So, like, if there's anything uh, dealing in the realm of sexuality, that's where we really start saying, well, maybe we shouldn't go see this movie or we shouldn't allow yeah. uh, any of the kids to go see this movie. Um, and then the next one is cussing. It's like, well, how much cussing? It's a little like certain uh, Catholic movie review uh, websites and or, or just family-friendly movie reviews. Some of them will actually tell you, like, count the number of times they, sur- they say certain words. So, like, oh, you can, yeah. like, These are fun. you know. But, I mean, pretty much if it's PG-13, they can get away with, I think, two F-bombs, and that's it. Because if it's three, then I think they consider can it rated even. R. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I think you can drop two of them. Really? Yeah,
2: I don't remember the last time I was seeing a PG-13 movie with that in it, but yeah. maybe I think I have. A...
1: Yeah, and then, um, so it's like really, it's that kind of thing that kind of goes through our minds of, are we going to do it? Not to expose y'all,
2: but I don't think y'all care that much about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just Marvel movies, <laughs> and Marvel movies don't really, you know, put a cap on that, and we've all seen those.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they do, some of them are especially like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And uh, that's the only one that I can really think yeah. of that is like, come I on. mean, but it's like, you know, it's not that bad. You
2: know, especially being that we, we usually have opening discussions about it. Yeah, You know, it's not like you're sending, you know, all of your kids and like, there you go, you can go watch it. And and yeah. are not really talking about it. For the most part, you do kind of, you know, we have... Every once in a while, like, a discussion about it, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. That's okay. So let's close it out with uh, some family, maybe some appropriate movies for, for families <laughs> that, are, that are coming are coming outside. So Search Deadpool 2. I searched, and there's really, I mean, maybe there's some of them that I just don't recognize because, again, I'm going off of what um, trailers I've seen, mm-hmm. so I know that these, okay. obviously, and some of them by the... Uh, so the ones that I'm talking about are obviously going to be... Geared at kids, but you've got Teen Titans, you've got Christopher Robin, which is coming out. I think this this week. Uh, I think it comes out today actually. You got The Grinch that's coming out in November, and you got Wreck It Ralph. So out of all of those, I don't believe that we're gonna have too many people going to go see Christopher Robin, even though I think it looks. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Yeah. It's got Ewan McGregor in it, and I like the Ooh, uh, yeah. It's got the uh, that cool feel of. Yeah. Of the animals, you know, whatever. It just looks really cool and really well done. I just don't think that any of our... You're
2: probably right. I don't think I'm going to go see it.
1: (laughs) And if I don't go see a movie, there's a
2: pretty high chance no one in this family goes to see it. (laughs) But, um, you know, I think think the Grinch is going to do well. um, And a lot of people are mad that that movie is getting made. I disagree because, I mean, there's no harm in an animated movie. It's not really a remake, you know? I mean, we're not talking about you restarting a franchise. Yeah. It's just an, another Grinch movie. It's animated in the new style. You still have the old one. There's no harm in it, and I think it's going to be funny. And uh, what was the other one? It was... Wreck-It uh,
1: Ralph and oh, and Wreck-It Teen Ralph. Titans. Wreck-It
2: Ralph should be okay. Yeah. We got some blatant feminazism in it, but... You know, the whole movie might not be like that. It might be okay. Um, and then what else? Uh, Teen Titans. The only
1: other one that I can think of is Teen Titans. And I got to admit that, like, whenever... People hate... Let so me... we don't we do not do it very often anymore because uh, video game, uh, Not video games, but uh, screens have taken over our morning routine. But before screens oh, took over right. our morning routine, every morning, uh, Drew and, I guess, Elliot, maybe Dylan, were downstairs watching Teen Titans go... On yep. the way, I'd be going, getting ready for work, and Teen Titans Go Beyond, and I would find myself just glued <laughs> to the TV watching yeah. this. Being like, "Well, it's funny. I'm watching Teen Titans." So, I mean, I have a feeling that we will we will definitely be going to see this movie. I would imagine um, that, you know? we might even see it in Florida. I don't know; it just depends on what all's going down in Florida. But um, uh, I kind of am looking forward to to seeing that movie with the yeah. kids because well, I think it's going to be a really fun. People movie. People hate
2: Teen Titans Go because it's not Teen Titans, which is some original that I could care less about, and my brothers could also care less about. <laughs> the point is, the Teen Titans Go is so random and so funny, like it, it's re- <laughs> like some of these episodes are so complicatedly random. <laughs> it's an art to it, and and on the Cartoon Network, like they have a couple of them, and. You know, obviously, like you said, it's been a while, but every every time it is on, it's something you have to sit and appreciate and be like, wow, some, somebody wrote this episode, painstakingly <laughs> wanted somebody to see this detail, and a lot of the times we notice it, and we're like, hey, look at that. Yeah. And, and, and of it, course, we're probably the, the only people who really appreciate Teen Titans to go for what it is.
1: I don't know. I've got a couple of friends on Facebook. Uh, one friend in particular, shout out to Chris Guardia, he... Uh, he Sometimes whenever I'll make a comment about Teen Titans, he'll he'll comment back about it. So oh, I know nice. that there's other people out there that appreciate it. Um, not that there's a movie associated with it, but kind of on the same vein as The Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, that's so there funny. Are, there are some of those episodes where I just will, again, catch myself that I'm watching this this yeah. totally ridiculous cartoon, but it's so funny.
2: Yeah, they put so much detail and, like, so there's so many layers to that. You could watch that if you're, like, a toddler and, obviously, an adult. It, Anyone can watch that show. It is so funny.
1: <laughs> so maybe we'll have an Amazing World of Gumball movie come out next <laughs> next summer. Yeah, I'll be
2: down for that.
1: <laughs> awesome. So um, I think that this is a good way to a good time to shut her down. We've discussed a couple of good movies coming up, a couple of potential flops, some maybe some options for some family movies. Any parting words?
2: Um, I really want the Bohemian Rhapsody movie to inspire many other music movies in the same style because I'm sick of watching documentaries. (laughs) I'm okay with watching documentaries but it'd be nice if I had like a Pink Floyd movie.
1: Oh, okay. That's what I need. All right. Any shout outs to give? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thanks for being out there for us. Have a great summer and we'll see you next time.
0: Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love.